0: You're listening to Save the Date, the number one podcast about all things wedding-y. Smashing to have you on board with the Save the Date wedding podcast today. I am Alicia McCormick. I'm Alicia McCormack. yesterday as well. This is me all, all 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I'm a comedian, an author, a professional big mouth is something I like to call myself and I am the host of the Save the Date wedding podcast, bringing you everything about weddings, all things weddingy, as Cara Lee says, it is such a pleasure to have you here. And today, I'm excited because I have one of my friends on board. I like to think all my guests are my friends in weird sort of internet ways, but this person I genuinely know. Her name is Alicia Pox Rucker. She is a celebrity hair and makeup artist. Um, she's an Aussie. Living in London, but working all over the world, she has, as you'll hear in the interview, done pretty much anyone who's anyone's hair and makeup, she's done it. And uh, she's a really hard worker and a lovely, lovely person who's always willing to give tips. I mean, whenever she did my hair and makeup for television, I would always ask her, what are you using? What's that product? Where do I buy it? Can you get me a discount? And she was always up for it. So I had to have her on to talk about hair and beauty regimes, whether you are a a big hair and makeup freak, freak is not the right word, whether you're really into hair and makeup and you read all the magazines and you read the blogs and you buy the products or if you're a complete hair and makeup virgin. So many people don't do makeup and that is cool but maybe on your wedding day you want to have a bit of a crack at it and you don't really know where to start. You don't want to look like Snooki. Although, interestingly, Snooki got married recently and didn't look like Snooki on her wedding day. So congratulations, Snooki. She looked a little bit more natural than she has in the past. But you don't want to be orange. You don't want to look like some sort of um, alien creature to your partner when you're walking down the aisle or seeing them walk down the aisle. So I thought, what better way to tackle this subject, and it's a huge subject, and we will talk more about it in the future, than to invite Alicia on to talk about her tips, her favorite products, her advice to brides and grooms who are preparing for their big day, how to get your skin in order, what not to do. Oh my golly gosh, there are so many not to do's. And you know, you get on the bus, I get on the bus each day, and I look around, especially at the ladies on the bus, and think, what are you doing? You would look so much better if you backed off the makeup, or you'd look so much better if you weren't wearing that sort of bizarro tan. What's happened to you, doll? What's going on? You're not going to a nightclub, you're going to work. Settle it down. Anyway, personal opinions aside, I know you will learn a lot from my interview with Alicia Poxrucker, so let's hit it. Let's get straight to it. I'm joined by my wonderful friend Alicia Poxrucker. She is a makeup artist to the stars. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> You are. You've you've done a lot of celebrity makeup over the years and hair, obviously.
1: Yes. No, I've been very fortunate in my career. I have met and done a lot of interesting people.
0: Nigella Lawson, Taylor Schilling from Oranges and New Black. Oh, I love her.
1: Dame Edna Everidge, Margot Robbie.
0: We love Margot. Erin Brockovich.
1: These, the real Aaron. Brockovich. Yes.
0: Now, I remember at that day, so so we worked at the 10 Network in Australia, and I remember the day that Aaron Brockovich came into work, and I shared a lift with her. <laughs> now, people, like, you'd see celebrities come in and out, yeah. and it would never w- really worry None. me. Yeah. But my friend Dan, you know, Dan Burton and I got yes. into this lift, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Aaron Brockovich. I know. And we sort of tapped each other, and I was like, shit, I want to say hello to her. And then I chickened out and by the end we got out of the lift like idiots banging, you know, smashing each other going, why didn't you say hello? I was like, I was nervous because she's a legend.
1: She's a legend. Exactly. So, you know, people come and go, you can work in celebrities and they're very, you know, talented at what they do, but she really did make a difference. And so coming across people like that, I find quite inspiring and Mm. you feel honored to sort of be in their presence really.
0: When you're, I'm going to stop talking about celebrities in a minute because this okay. is far more interesting talking about your skills. But when you have someone really famous in the chair, mm. what is your approach?
1: Well, I usually, I mean, I remember the time that I even just made up Danny Minogue, I was really nervous, which I don't normally get nervous, but you think people that have been around, they've been doing it such a long time. You think they're going to have it a specific way mm. and you know, you don't know how they're going to react or if they're going to be easy. And I have to say, she was really easy and like, just do what you want. Sometimes you kind of worry what they're going to be like, but to be honest, really, I've never really come across anyone that's been difficult. I remember Martin Short said to me, just make my eyes pop. Oh. <laughs> that's exactly how he said it. And I went, okay, then I'll make them pop. I love him. Yes. He was, he was hilarious. He just was cracking jokes left, right and center. So it's, it's to work with those sorts of people and then. I made up Prushenko, uh, the president of Ukraine recently in Belgium. And See, I love
0: that. You go from Martin Short to Prushenko. Exactly. It's Amazing. It's
1: you never know, and I didn't even realise. I was just like, tomorrow you're going to Belgium to make up the president of the Ukraine. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. No worries. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good career because you, you, you really do meet all sorts, from presidents to celebrities to fashion designers to comedians like yourself. Oh, thank you. I love that
0: she's popped me in. Prashenko and Alicia McCormack (laughs) done what I always loved about having my hair and makeup done and it was something that you I got used to having it done which sounds a bit not diva but you would just come in and you know it was because we worked on a show that had a really tight turnaround you would be you'd have someone doing your hair and someone doing your makeup and I think some people my friends were always like oh it must be so glamorous and so relaxing having your hair and makeup done
1: (laughs) um no (laughs) Mm,
0: it was I mean it was nice but then it's it's a different sort of situation for doing bridal hair and makeup I suppose it's a a change of gears for you as a Hair and makeup artist,
1: definitely because obviously brides um, are quite nervous. It's their wedding dates, the the day they've been dreaming about their whole lives, and mm. they just want everything to run smoothly. And if something happens, if someone goes, "Oh, the flowers haven't arrived," or whatever, then you're also not just doing hair and makeup; you're a psychologist, and you're calming them down. <laughs> you're giving them champagne and telling them it's going to be all right. And then they see magazines and they want to look like that, but they mm. don't realize a lot of airbrushing. And, and it's it's yes. quite funny all the all the the difference over the years. I've been doing wedding since 1997. God, that's showing my age. Come on. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I have seen it all. I think I've seen it all. I've seen people like, yeah, that's fine. You know, or like crazy brides. I've seen all sorts. And I think um, you've just got to adapt. I'm very good at adapting to people's different needs because you have to, you, you, all sorts of people get married. So you just have to cater for what they're, what they're looking for.
0: I did an episode recently about wedding expectations and I always feel like
1: there's expectations on the
0: venue and how people are going to behave but a lot of it comes down to brides especially with their expectations about the way they're going to look definitely how do you when you first meet a bride and you have a consultation how do you sort of hush some of the expectations because I mean we're not we're not all Claudia Schiffers there's a 1990s supermodel reference from me but (laughs) you know we can't always look like these people on Pinterest and we I don't have thick hair so there's no way I'm going to have a long mane of wonderful ponytail so how do you deal with that?
1: Well, the good thing about the hair situations, good that you pointed that out, there's so many tricks nowadays mm. that they, they didn't used to be. So there's a lot of hair padding, there's hair extensions you can clip in and make things look thicker. The, fi- the, the one that I find the most is that people go onto Pinterest, which I love. Mm. And they find this amazing textured sort of messy updo and she's blonde and then they're brunette with no highlights. Yes. Now you're not going to get the same result because they've got blonde, oh, five different colors of blonde and that's what creates a lot of the time, the texture and, and that look. Mm. You can't do that with brunette hair if they have a solid dark brown hair. So if you're hair, physically forget it. Well, yeah, pick something. You've got to be realistic in what you pick when you see a picture, unless you're willing to get some highlights through there. And I'm not saying get blonde highlights in brown hair. I'm sure. just meaning a couple of tones high, lighter and, and darker to give contrast because that's my biggest challenge is trying to give them the real, like, look, that's not your hair. Yeah. And we can make it thicker. We can make it bulkier and all that kind of thing longer. That's all doable. It's just the actual color of it you can't make that texture look the same if you've got blonde hair and brown hair it's just unrealistic in general you just kind of you know work with what they want i always get them before i meet them prepped Get me photos. I need to see photos of what you want because my idea of a smoky eye is different to your idea of a smoky yes. eye. So, you know, you get photos of what you like and what you want. And it doesn't even, and the same with the hair. It doesn't, you know, you could like that front and that back. Just give me ideas because trying to explain to someone what, what they want is hard, you know, and I, I'm not a mind reader. So to, To get people to... The more photos, the better, basically. And then also know what the dress is going to be like, what their sort of theme is. And then also photos of what they normally look like is handy. Oh, that's a good point. Because I think
0: a lot of times people want to look like someone completely different on their wedding day. And I always find that really strange to go, you don't want to turn up at the end of the aisle and your bloke or your lady going, who is this person? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. And it's even like people that have never worn false eyelashes before then they want these big like kim kardashian style eyelashes and it's wow. like you've got to you don't wait till the day to do that you you see what it looks like before and you know because it's it, weird as you know it's weird to wear eyelashes it's really strange it's strange at first yeah so you've got to sort of you know um and and people also the fake tan thing like they're really <gasps> fair and then Stop all of a sudden it. they're like really brown you don't
0: want to be snooky and i exactly. mean exactly this is a thing i think that there's some weird trend in getting the spray tan two days before and looking like an orange yeah I, I mean, tender or chicken you don't want to be tender chicken bride no i know <laughs> <laughs> and then the problem is then they come to you and then yeah, you've got to tone it the hell down
1: it, i know and try and match it it's <gasps> like a nightmare and that's most brides biggest mistake as well is that they're not matching and and they'll have a spray tan but they don't get behind the ears oh. and then if the makeup artist you're not just doing the face you're doing the neck you're sometimes doing body makeup you you, it's it's quite a big thing um and if you get if you miss behind the ears you can actually see white because obviously a spray tan. it's hard to get right behind the ears. of course never even thought behind the ears yeah but things like that i've seen and i've got the bride to do a 360 and I'm like oh are bright and they're like oh I wouldn't have thought of powdering behind my ears or putting makeup behind my ears but it's like you're getting photographed from all different angles yeah and you're dancing and people are seeing you in real life it's not just about the photographs so
0: exactly and that's a really good point mm. it isn't about the end game of having something that's pinnable you want exactly. to have a wedding photo that you look at in 10 years time and go why you don't want to have why did I have white ears yeah.
1: yeah 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 <laughs> or like your neck and and yeah all sorts so, oh my god yeah. Yeah, you've got to be...
0: The neck. See, now that's the thing. I've seen some awful photos of women that have the circle around the yeah. chin and they've just stopped with the foundation. Yep.
1: That's the biggest mistake. You should match You should match it into your natural skin colour. If you're fair, you're fair. Like, I don't embrace know, it. Embrace it. That's what I love about the UK, actually. Coming from Australia, you can probably agree with me. I can. This whole thing of having to be brown to be beautiful, it's yep. so refreshing to come here and I'm pale and I'm loving it. Me too. <laughs> i'm loving it you can have a a lovely
0: lovely blush
1: yes i love a pink cheek yourself up without being freaky orange yeah exactly
0: and there are levels of freakiness in australia that i've never seen anywhere else of tan
1: oh totally totally and also get a makeup
0: artist that will be able to add a bit of you know glow glow Glow. that's the word of the day (laughs) glow not orange glow So the point of today is I wanted to bring Alicia on because I trust her implicitly with her skills. And I also think, you know, you're a sassy broad who can give it give good information about hair and makeup and how to start the hair and makeup planning six months before the wedding. Because it is about planning, that sort of thing, isn't it?
1: It definitely is. And I think people expect, the other expectation we get, which is um, one of a lot of people being in this country, you get dry, you know, you're in heating, you're out of heating. So your skin actually almost becomes like a, this layer. Basically what I'm trying to say is your foundation can be a hundred pounds, but if your skin's not right, it doesn't matter how much the foundation is or how good it is. If your skin isn't prepped, then it's not going to sit on your face properly. Right. So the best thing to do, I think, and, and this is not something to do just a month before, and you know, six months before, as as you were saying, start maybe with facials. Go to your you know facial clinic, and I quite like microdermabrasion, um, which is like a like a, basically a polish of the skin, um, or just a basic peel, or just go in and, and consult with your expert, basically, mm. of what your skin needs. Um, because what I find is that I'll go for the trial, and the trial will be maybe a few months before the wedding. And yeah, their foundation not skinning. They're like, oh, but I can see the makeup. It's like, well, I physically... You're not a miracle maker. I can't do anything about that. You need to take care of that yourself. Yeah. So I recommend to have facials. I would stop the month before. Don't have any a month leading up to the wedding. Because it takes about a month for your skin to turn around. So pimples will come out... We don't want that on the wedding So we're not doing
0: super exfoliating two days before. No, no,
1: exactly, (laughs) no. So just hydrate, obviously, leading up to it that last month. But I would say stop having the facials a month before. And it's
0: also about what you put in your body as well. I don't want to be nana that's going, well, don't eat shitty food and drink a lot. But that is, it does come out in your skin, doesn't it? It does.
1: It definitely does. Your forehead is usually stress, which can be brought on from a wedding. So it's trying to keep the stress levels down. Easier said than done. Um, (laughs) The cheeks um, is is actually from your diet so if you get is it yeah oh your good diet yeah that's good to so know you're, you're fine thank you your diet's I'm, good. I'm just
0: but you can't obviously see this but I'm touching my face and I always go oh I hope I've done my makeup correctly when Alicia comes around because I want to look my best <laughs>
1: you don't even need makeup <laughs> oh
0: shush I say you get some a bit of a breakout before the big day how do we fix that problem if it's fixable
1: Okay, well, my biggest tip to, if you get a pimple and mm. it's sort of quite raised, is to pop some ice on it. Oh. It takes the swelling out.
0: So we're not picking it? We're not picking it. I'm the biggest pimple
1: picker. I'm, I am too. You
0: Pimples <laughs> and blackheads, if I see them and I've got a really good magnifying mirror that I love to sit next to the window and Rich will come in and go, oh my God, stop it. And I'm like...
1: <laughs> If it's got, if it's a big one that's got swelling, definitely put ice on it. Don't put so much ice on it that once I, someone actually had an ice burn. Just enough for it to go down. Also, pop pop some pimple cream on. You know, yeah. just on that area because otherwise it dries it out too much. And, and then we can artists, try and yeah, yeah, you'll be able cover to cover it up by then. Yeah, exactly. you're very good at
0: camouflage. I am good at camouflage. I've had some amazing things camouflaged by you over the years.
1: <laughs> what about black
0: circles under the eyes?
1: In general, a thumb: don't put white over dark because it just looks that grey colour. I yeah. don't know if you know what I mean. That yeah. sort of it sort of almost goes grey, and that sort of you don't want corpse face on no, your wedding day. God no,
0: that would be really appalling. So, what are some of the hair and makeup mistakes you've seen over the years for brides, and
1: how do we solve them? Well, I think we've already spoken about one, which is the neck thing with the yes. face. The different, the match. Make sure you match your, your colours up. Blend, blend, blending is the key. <laughs> the same with blush. People think, oh, I need lots of blush. The best thing with blushes and to make it last is to layer. You've set your foundation, then you put on like maybe a cream and then to set it you can sort of put a powder over the top. Setting is
0: important, isn't it? Mm. Because I think a lot of people see
1: the powder and go, I don't need the powder. But the powder is what keeps it all on. Exactly. It's what sets it and, yeah, you don't want to look too, like, shiny and you'll be dancing. You need your makeup to stay. And I think the biggest mistake too is that, yeah, people just sort of put it on and expect it to last all day. You have to layer. You have to layer your makeup. Yeah. Um, even eyeshadow you start with like you know concealing the eyelid and then powdering it then putting the eyeshadow and you build up the color and that's why sometimes it takes so long for someone to do an eye because you're building up color because it's going to last all day and also choosing colors that aren't going to suit you you know like anyone can suit any kind of color it's just the shade within that color but it's just people thinking oh that looked good on me when I was 20 you know so I'm going to keep using that you've got to change also with the times
0: you were the first person that said to me, and you probably don't remember this, just use a bit of eyebrow powder because I wasn't using, I wasn't oh, filling in my
1: eyebrows. Eyebrows are my biggest thing. I, I know. love eyebrows. And it's, it's like it's, having a really nice picture and an ugly frame. It's, it's, just, it's <laughs> You need to do your eyebrows. It's like, but I'm not talking those scouse brows, those ridiculously drawn on, <laughs> I don't understand what they're like square. They're square. They're, they look ridiculous. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry to offend people. Well, I'm
0: sure all the gypsies listening now, that was offensive for me. That was not what I meant. But you do see them on the shows, the gypsy weddings and stuff. Yes. Those girls go hella big on yeah. the eyebrows. No,
1: no. you don't want it to look like I'm penciling in my eyebrows. You want it to complement the shape of your face. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you do have to fake it till you make it. So if you've had a bit too much overpluck, mm. you might need to do it yourself, pencil it in. I, I, everyone's different. Some people like pencils. I prefer powder and like small brush strokes. Yep. Um, because I think it looks more natural. And then I actually, to set it, I get one of the, you know, like a mascara wand without like, you can get the disposable oh, yeah, mascara ones. Yep. I spray that with hairspray and then brush them into place. Amazing. And it tends to hold the eyeshadow color all day. Um, plus it looks more natural because you're brushing it, you know, and always sort of brush up and then sort of, over, which can't really explain on a podcast. I know, I got it.
0: They're getting it. They're getting it. I hope they're writing these things down. I'm going to put <laughs> in the show notes, I will link to um, Leisha's uh, website and also I will write some of these down and, and link to some of these tips because they're very good. Aww. I had never thought about the hairspray thing.
1: Yeah, it holds them in place. Yeah, yeah look at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she says it
0: so nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah, duh. It holds them in place, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> okay, so you don't have to have a huge budget to be able to, well, obviously work with a hair and makeup artist. And Um, How do you audition a hair and makeup artist? How do you know which is the right person for the big day?
1: Okay. You've just got to be basically on the same page. So... You, you you come over, you meet, you see the photos, you have a trial. I think everyone should have a trial, not just for you, but for the makeup artist as well. Yep. You have time schedules on weddings, so you don't want to be on the day, oh, that's not working, oh, we're not on the same page, mm. oh, it's stressful for the makeup artist, it's stressful for the bride. So it's good to know you're on the same page and that you like what they're doing and also you can see if they are what they're saying they are. Because some makeup artists out there do a course and they call themselves the makeup artist. I've been doing this for a long time. I think it's, God, coming 17, 18 years. Someone can have a great website, but it doesn't mean they're a great makeup artist. So I think it's important to definitely meet them and trial Try with them. Work together with what you want. Um, you've got time to play around. Then there's no stress on time. And you, don't um, ha- if
0: you have the trial and you're like no go, you don't yeah, have to hire. You don't this have person. to hire this
1: person. That's yeah. the best thing. Um, that's why it's a trial. That's why. it's a But I a think trial. a lot of people
0: feel obliged, and I'm just like no, 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 don't do it. Because no, they're... if
1: you're not happy, forget it. But the other thing is too. I've never taken offense if someone hasn't liked something. Which I'll be honest, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Sure, you know, just say hey. Mm. Actually, this I feel weird about this. It, it, it's not that I don't think I'm. You know, you're not telling me I'm not a good makeup artist. You're not offending me. It's what you want. It's your day. You be selfish.
0: If you aren't going to hire a hair and makeup artist, what are some of your tips to doing your own makeup? I know this is a really big subject, but what do you think?
1: I think definitely go into a, a store first. Say it be Liberty's, Selfridges, any of the counters or Mac. And book in for um, a bit of a a bit of a lesson. Great. I think I do think um, it's important to know the right products to use on your face. Especially if you don't know like if, if you're a bit of a makeup guru yourself anyway, then you're probably okay and you, you know what you're doing. So yeah. that's fine. They usually give it redeemable back on a purchase. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably be purchasing it. You know, anyway, so it's best to sort of have a lesson and then buy products and sort of get the lesson for free, almost. And then you've got all the stuff. Then you've got the stuff, yeah. And so I know a lot of counters do that. If your hair and makeup—you need to put what I would call sharp to the eye. That's what I describe it as. So it's 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 nice to the fa- you know nice to look at in person, but it's a bit sharp to the eye. So yep. you you sort of you're seeing it on on a photograph. As coming across as natural. Because the amount of times that I've done my makeup to go out even, and then I've looked at the photos at the end of the night and gone, yeah, see, I look like I've got nothing on, but I actually had quite a Heat lot up. on. Yeah. So, um, I think that's also important that people, once you've done the trial, even take heaps of photographs so you can see how it's going to look. Yeah. Because you think, oh, that feels like a lot, but then you'll see the photographs and you'll know what I mean. It, it, it doesn't, it looks quite natural.
0: Whether you've got a hair and makeup artist or you're doing it yourself, what do you recommend? You're having a beauty kit for the day. What do you recommend is in that
1: kit? I recommend to brides that they have, like, a basic little kit that they take with them even, like, after we've done the makeup. So that would be a translucent powder. When I say translucent, it has no colour. It's just pure powder yep. um, or, like, a blot powder or something. Um, basically just to take away shine because you're dancing, so you you know, it's you know, you're know you around lots of people, you're moving, you, you're, you're going. Kissed. Yeah, exactly. You, you get shiny um, and that shows up in photos. So if you just, you know, um, I usually get, like, designate, like, maid of honour or a bridesmaid to be makeup watch mm-hmm. and that's her job for the day. Um and just you know, powder or blot the, the bride because they get so caught up they don't always know of course you know what's going on. Um definitely lips and I always say this one at the trial, everyone forgets this. There's an amount of times that I've actually turned up to help another makeup artist on the day and go, Well where are your lips? And they're like, oh I hadn't thought of that. I'm like Oh what? What do you mean? It's very important. Very important. You need to have like whatever the makeup artist puts on you you're gonna eat, you're gonna drink, yeah. it's gonna come off. Yeah. So I'm not physically giving you the colour. So you need to supply your own colour. So I always say at the trial, please bring lips for the day. Yep. So whether that be a lip gloss, whatever's comfortable for you, you know, it, it's it's not a problem. But you need to have lips to touch up with later.
0: And you can always go to the trial and, and, and have the makeup artist choose the lip and then go yes, off and buy it. And buy it. Exactly.
1: Yep. In fact I do that a lot of the time. You'll be like, This is colour I use, this is where you get it. Blah blah blah. And they're like great. I also say too, depending if you have your hair up and down, up or down, but definitely put them in some grips. They call them over here, um, or bobby pin. Possibly, you know, if you do have a few blemishes, like a, a concealer or something, would be good, yep. um, just to top up um, pimples. Mini mini hairspray, possibly, but oh, it's not a not a must must have. But I think it is, you know, good because you know you do get flyaways and things, and photographs continue all night. So that's sort of you know your basic mini kit. I would say. So sort of five basic products. Um, you know, and one person just carry them and then everyone can in the bridal party can use it. You yeah, know, we're all friends. Of course we're all friends. Yes, yeah,
0: exactly. Everyone needs a bit of blush. Yeah. If you had to buy one magic item that you would say, I recommend this, what would it be?
1: Well, I can't live without porpow. And people are like, What what's, what's porpoise? This is paw-paw. a very Australian thing purpure is Lucas's purple ointment. Basically, it's this um ointment cream and you can put it everywhere and it's for all sorts. So I'm, I
0: use this religiously.
1: Yes, well I do too. And you can put it, you know, when you've been flying, you can put it on cuz you hide, you know, dehydrate. You can put it around eyes, you can use it on rashes like nappy rash for goodness Burns. Burns, oh my God, the amount of times I've burnt myself on a hot tongue and put pawpaw on straight away and it goes by the end of the day. It's like a miracle. It's like a miracle cream. Pimples. Pimples. You can put on pimples. You can put it on open wounds, for goodness sake. It is like the best product ever and it is super cheap
0: got right right in front of us here there's a tub it's a 75 gram tub I'm going to put a link on it you can, you can buy it on Amazon now what you're looking for is red packaging it's either in a tube which you can use I use it as lip balm all yep. the time this is it it's boy and girl Rich uses it all the time it's yep. just like my fiance loves it yep they and he look he's a he's an Englishman he's very he's an Englishman. uh yes so you embrace it I am so happy you said it because it's one of those secret little uh makeup and beauty things that yep. I, I I'm not, we're not being paid to say this. No, I I can't live without it. Me too. Yeah, it is my,
1: you have to have pawpaw in your life. Um, If you can't, for some reason, get it, the closest thing to it is the Elizabeth Arden eight hour cream. Yes. um, Which I'm sure you've all heard about before. Um, You can get from most, you know, Elizabeth Arden counters. So that is my probably equivalent. Um, But. It's so much cheaper, the Lucas Bowl ball. It's so, much, it's so cheaper. much cheaper. And it's so good. I
0: don't want us to think, just before we wind up, I don't want us to think hair, beauty and makeup, well, probably not as much makeup, but for guys as well, it's important for grooms to have a bit of a plan getting ready oh, for definitely. the wedding.
1: That's a whole other segment. Well, let's I do that. I think you're going to
0: have to have There back. we go. <laughs> she said it. And I will have her back. Because I came here going, I've got 10 questions for Alicia and we've already smashed the time. So Alicia's such a great hair and makeup artist, but we haven't even covered hair. So you're going to be coming back in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. I'm telling you that. It's not even an invitation. It's like you are coming back. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. And she will have so many more secrets to tell you. Now, if you want to get in touch with Alicia, you can go to poxrucker.com. It's p o x r u c k e r. I will put the link on the show notes. And Alicia is based in London, but is quite happy to travel for hair and makeup.
1: I am. I'm doing a wedding in Morocco in June. Shut up! Yep, they're flying me there. That's how <laughs> I roll, peeps. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear a hair and makeup artist that's done, oh, like look
0: at the list on Alicia's website. I it's even
1: updated that either. Oh,
0: stop! Well, you just worked on a Brad Pitt movie. I did. Yeah, See
1: Bradley Cooper movie?
0: Yes, there. Yeah, she's done it all. So if you are interested in a smashing hair and makeup artist, well, can I suggest you uh, hook up with my friend Leash? Why? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the Save the Date That's Wedding right. Podcast and sharing your amazing tips and secrets. So many more things to talk about. So exactly. we will do that soon. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Alicia will be back in a flash on the Save the Date Wedding Podcast to talk all about wedding hair, my obsession. I love hair, I just don't have enough of it. I'm always looking for new ways to get more hair without having it sort of glued to my scalp. That is something I've yet to do, mainly because of the money and also I'm worried about being bald. Anyway, we'll cover that in the next episode. If you have any questions about wedding hair or makeup, we're happy to cover that again. Please do get in touch if you head to savethedatepodcast.com slash connect And if your question is read out on air per se, I will send you a copy of my book, Smart Wedding, a Kindle edition of my book, absolutely free to say thanks very much for sending an email and hopefully we'll solve a problem or give you a solution. That would be lovely. If you really like what you hear on the Save the Date Wedding podcast, remember you can go back to the back catalog and listen to previous episodes. They don't date. We're not talking about 1980s here. They've all been recorded in the past couple of months. So do go back and listen, download, subscribe. Very easy to do. And rate and review if you like what you hear. I really appreciate it. It's like receiving a gold star, a special gold star from the teacher, which is you and I'm the student, which doesn't make make any sense. Thank you so much for listening. And if we aren't friends on Facebook yet, let's make friends. Just search for Save the Date Wedding Podcast and let's connect. Like the page. Love it. I'm looking forward to bringing you more episodes very soon. Happy days.